Welcome, I'm Sabine from Tower Wisdom, your podcast for soul growth and healing. You are a truly magnificent being and I'm bringing to you knowledge and insight from different healing modalities to help you to be a powerful, light-filled creator of your life. Hello and welcome. Happy March. And today we are going to talk about the relationship to your body. Why are we doing this? (laughs) Simply because source energy is flowing through your physical body. To be expressed, your physical body is housing your soul and your divinity and it is an expression of your divinity and if you want to be a powerful divine creator in this life if you want to live your full blueprint and that's what i'm here to teach you all about we have to talk about the relationship to your physical body and we're going to start straight away with journaling because I have <laughs> a long list of things I want to talk about, but I want to see what the Akashic Records have to say too. And then we're going to talk about the aspects of beauty and health because these are two important aspects when it comes to how you view your body. Then we're talking a bit about the relationship and how we can work with this relationship and then at the end i will guide you through a nice meditation to feel um, and engage with your own physical body now before we start who <laughs> what is new in March um, it's just spring energy is rising <laughs> even though this morning it snowed and it's so funny like when it's the first snow of the winter I'm so excited like a little kid you might be too I'm like it's snowing and I'm telling my kids look out of the window it's snowed <laughs> let's do a snowball fight and then when it's March and it's snowing I'm like um I'm done <laughs> I, you know, it's spring, but no, you can feel the energy and I invite you to join my new course, Spring Power, because I am taking you through spring to help you to align to this energy and to feel really powerful and make the most of this energy. So there is like Akashic Record channelings, guided meditations, there is yoga exercises, acupressure manuals, lots of information from um, Chinese medicine and the Akashic Records, how you um, work best with this energy, what kind of lifestyle, what kind of uh, diet is supporting you in spring, what kind of exercises is supporting you in spring, and especially if you're struggling with tiredness in spring, if you don't feel like, wow, get going, I have so many ideas, so many projects I want to do, This is an amazing course for you if you feel very anxious because of this young rising energy, you feel very frustrated. Amazing course for you if you suffer uh, seasonal allergies, like me. (laughs) Great course for you. 
And just in general, if you want to live more with the seasons, this is one big goal for me personally. I'm doing my own courses as well. <laughs> so I will take you along. And what else I'm going to bring out next week or the week after is my second audiobook on Atlantis. If you don't know, I have an audiobook out on Egypt where I channel from the Akashic Records, from the portals, from the places I was physically there, from all the big temples, pyramids, and the swings in Egypt, and I'm channeling ancient Egyptian wisdom about these places, speaking with the voice of Hathor, of Isis, of, um, how is our friend called? Uh, <laughs> wait, Hathor's husband? Oh, I really love this temple. It's not Osiris, no. <laughs> anyway, his name slipped my, <laughs> slipped my memory. Um... But speaking in the voices of the gods, it's a beautiful um, book if you want to connect to your own. It's an audiobook if you want to connect to your own um, incarnations in ancient Egypt. If you just like um, history like me, <laughs> if you're just curious about these places and if you travel to Egypt. And now, but now, my new book is coming out on Atlantis. Ooh, yes, <laughs> channeled from the underwater portal um, at Madeira, Portugal, which is out in the Atlantis, uh, in the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> channeled from there, I'm uh, taking you through the rise, the golden age, and the fall of Atlantis. I am speaking to you primarily from three main characters. You will hear from. Um, the scholar who is working with the sacred scripts, uh, the templates in Atlantis, you will hear from, uh, you will be part of a ceremony with the um, female magician in Atlantis and you will hear from the high priestess. And I loved, <laughs> I love channeling from the high priestess and she is coming twice. Two channelings from her and she's also taking you through a ceremony in the times of the fall of Atlantis and I think for so many souls who are incarnating again now who have been in Atlantis for me I really loved both her ceremony as well as the one from the magician because it I don't know it brought a lot of peace um, and a lot of um purpose into my life now and understanding um what has happened there and what is happening now and even i channel her light language which is so funny because it's kind of i mean i'm speaking through my own light language right but i'm also channeling her and it sounds different and it's just nice <laughs> so that one i am busy editing right now it's gonna come out next week or the week after. You can get all of this on my website, <laughs> towerwisdom.net. But let's get into talking about your body. Your body is how source is expressing its energy. It is the embodiment, the physical embodiment of your divine energy energy 
and maybe we need to say this again, <laughs> your buddy, the buddy that you might be frustrated with sometimes, that you don't like, that gives you maybe health issues, that, um, yeah, maybe you feel great about, hopefully you will feel great about at times, this buddy is the embodiment of your divine energy. And divinity is speaking through this physical body. And it's speaking primarily through your emotions. That's why I'm often in my guided meditations, I'm trying to show you to feel your emotions. Where are they in the physical body? Where is their tightness? You know, where is pain? Because these are all messages from your divine soul. These are all stories of your history, not just your own, but also the history of your ancestors, traumas, um, things that you're working with. This is all in your physical body. And through your physical body, you expressing your true, beautiful soul, your divinity, because you know, we are sometimes we are thinking, okay, the 3D is like all this dense, but even when I channel from 4 or 5D, there is a physical body, it is lighter, 5D definitely, it is lighter, but. Um, it is still there because this is how in these dimensions we are expressing source. So you're getting these inspirations, you're getting energy from Mother Earth into your main pranic tube through your feet, then through your earth chakra, then through your crown chakra and through your soda. You're getting um, inspiration from the divine. And then this comes together and fools you. And then you are here to express this, to create something physical. And in order to create something physical, you need your physical body to it. So you need your hands. You are going to express this maybe in speech. So you, you know, you need your mouth. You might, you will use your eyes or you will use your senses, but um, you will move, you know, like it's... Um, this is how we create we are here creating in the physical with your physical body um, so this is really a very amazing vessel in the end of the day it is your vessel <laughs> you know this is like um, some say it's a temple but in kind of way it's a temple you know but um, it is yeah, your way of how you can express your soul. So cultivating the relationship to your body, working with that physical body and working with the energy that is flowing through it and the emotion that is flowing through it is a really important part of the human experience. And there's a lot of aspects to it. But before we talk about the aspects, Let's see what um, the Akashic Records have to say about your physical body. And I just stopped the recording now to do some <laughs> physical grounding Qigong exercise. You see, the physical body wants to 
be moved and um, we can sometimes become very much in our heads yes I'm ready for this channeling now I'm gonna channel from two books today I really want to connect to ancient Tibetan wisdom as well as India Vedic wisdom so let's do it I, Sabine Polterman, would like to open the Akashic Records book of Tibetan wisdom as well as the Akashic Records book of Vedic philosophy. In the highest of light, in the highest of destiny, surrounding those that support us and those that hold the codes and the wisdom of all galaxies, I stand in front of you in humbleness in gratitude, in service, serving source, serving light, speaking with light, speaking with truth, speaking from love. And so it is, the Akashic records are now open. Inviting two ancient masters Physicians Who know the divine, the great beyond, but also the physical body I am sitting here in front of you to learn more about the physical body of the human. It's quite a connection to a soul and source and disincarnation. The time was chosen, the body was chosen. The ancestors were chosen. This is your incarnation. This is the vessel you came into. This is your tool to express yourself. This is the guide that will teach you. So follow your physical body, listen to it, feel it, as it can teach you many things. When you touch others, when you embrace in their hug, when you shake hands, You feel your heart rising. You feel how the energy is flowing through your skin, through your muscles, through your flesh. 
it's an extension of your energetic body. It's an expression. It allows you to feel physically everything in your mind is just your mind. It is not what you feel. You make stories. You give judgment. You give words to what is happening physiologically in your body. But you need to start to connect again to what is really happening, to distance just from the mind and the story it makes, to just really feel when you see the sun coming up, where does it express in your physical body? When you move, when you walk the earth barefoot, how does it feel in your physical body? When you hold a small child and you feel its skin on your skin, a baby, and you smell <laughs> the smell of a small baby. What happens in your physical body? When you lie sick in your bed, shaken, hot, fever, you call it. What is the story behind? What is your body saying? Your body is like another mind. It is talking to you. But are you listening? And how are you talking back? Are you regarding your physical body, its needs, its wants? Are you feeling and listening to it? You know, your physical body, just as your soul is a vessel that the divine has given to you, that source that you have selected. It shows you all facets of the human relationship. Just as you argue with your mother, with your brother, with your children, you argue with yourself, with your body. So by how you treat yourself, you bring peace. How you regard yourself, how you listen to yourself, how you nourish that body, how you thank it, how you cherish it. This is not just like a machine that at some point is thrown away. This is an expression of the divine. This wants to be held holy, held in high regards. It wants to be nourished and above all, it wants to be listened to. Listen with an open heart because it has many stories to tell. In all your cells, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of stories of your own soul, of your many incarnations, of your many experiences, of that of your ancestors. And every 
cell, every muscle, every piece of flesh can tell you something. When you start to listen, If you wake up every morning and you greet your body and you be thankful for the next day and even an illness, you can see the lesson, you can see the message. Your soul becomes one with that body and you are in unity you see all you ever striving for is unity because you've forgotten that you're connected to everything in the universe but so also in the human experience you must seek unity between the non-physical aspects of your soul and the physical aspects your flesh and bones She asked Now go, my child, feel your body, cherish it, nurture it, and be with it in peace and harmony, in love. I give gratitude to myself for entering the records. I give gratitude to the two guides present for their messages and their divine guidance. I give gratitude to the space for the comfort and love to my higher self. The records are not closed. Amen. The records are not closed. Amen. The records are not closed. Amen. In the channeling, I was sitting across these two really old monk-like figures, but I feel one was a woman, one was a man, I'm not sure. But, uh, uh, yeah. They were like, um, you know, we often, especially we don't like aging with our own body, but they were so, they had this body that obviously they were very old, that had signs of aging, but just so at peace and confident in that own body, you know, and at the same time also like really... <laughs> of listening to the needs that like you need to move around you know like um, looking after their own health in many ways and that maybe leads us to speaking to the two aspects I think um, that influence a lot of our relationship that we have to our own body and one is beauty the concept of beauty and the other one is health and let's talk first about beauty. 
body image. Because very often how happy with our, with our body, how we see ourselves, um, has to do with the um, image of beauty. And I think in some way there is in all of us there is a need for beauty. I think this is really something very human. And I often, like I loved when we were living in the States, the houses in our neighborhood were so beautiful. Like just, um, yeah, just beautiful houses. And then, yeah, Netherlands are some places that are really picturesque. Um, but the neighborhood where we're living now, there is a lot of this like 70s architecture, which I find Oh my god, and I'm wondering like who who did this? Like who selected or even like when I was growing up at East Germany, communist East Germany, you can't imagine the architecture. It is so ugly, so just functional, square everything is square, functional, there is no individualism, there is just no beauty. There is no beauty and I'm like this is an offense <laughs> this is an attack <laughs> um, I feel it's an attack to the soul like uh, when you don't see beauty around and I'm like why would you design something like this or my god I'm always from people who have art in their home that is really disturbing like um, with violence and I mean there's some really disturbing art out there um, and I'm like, why? Why? Like our blueprint is made for beauty. You know, this is what the soul craves. This is what we, in ideal settings, design. We design beautiful things because they are bringing love to our heart. They're an expression of love, of the divine, of bringing joy to the heart. You know, like how much actually mind control and how much distortion, how much anti-life propaganda is on this planet for us to create things that are just not beautiful <laughs> like it's like mind-blowing to me but what i wanted to say i think we all intrinsically have a need for beauty and that obviously also reflects on how we see our own body now the thing is though beauty is in the eye of the beholder we get then in society these images of this is a beautiful body and this is not. And especially we are so hard on aging, signs of aging, right? Wrinkles, gray hair, very harsh on uh, like um, weight as, as well. Um, yeah. What other things are we have? How many muscles you have? Like all these ideas, you know. It's like um, we we don't include in beauty, like the beauty of aging, for instance, which is also beautiful. You know, who says that only a young body is beautiful? You know, who says an an, an old body that shows life because right wrinkles show life they show our life experience they show that you become a wise person you know that you have i mean especially also with women right after childbirth your body changes but you have given birth to i mean this, this is like a very uh 
a very hard process on the body and i mean this is an amazing achievement in itself right you should allow you should be allowed to show that or if you breastfed for years like i mean yes your breasts might change or might not but you know you should be allowed to show that it is still a sign of beauty but the concept of especially when it comes to our body what is beautiful is changing so much and that's why it might be really healing and beneficial to uh, detach from it because what do we find beautiful now right like um i don't know i think what was it even 1960 90 is it even no i don't think that's a thing anymore that was maybe in the 90s i don't know i don't even know what's a thing nowadays if i look at the models they just look uh very unhealthy and like children and anorexic I, like i mean but but i'm not sure but you know what is in fashion right now, what is considered beautiful is changing all the time anyway. If you look at these statues of like Greek Roman statues, you have much more uh, bodies that are more um, voluminous. So they look very different than what we might consider a beautiful woman or beautiful man nowadays. And that's why, you know, you, we can't attach our self-worth to these kind of concepts that constantly are changing <laughs> because these are just concepts you know it's like when we attach ourselves to opinions we are holding i mean opinions change all the time all the time how can we attach how can we like fight with others even about the opinions as they anyway changing how can you know when you attach yourself to something that is changing and it's dictated also by someone else right this concept is dictated by like what is a beautiful woman is dictated by i don't know social pop culture media and it doesn't say anything about are they beautiful inside are they beautiful from the soul you know like um it is just such a shallow thing to attach any of your self-worth to and so much of what we right now consider beautiful is very actually unhealthy for the body and ideally you know when it comes to our physical body what we consider beautiful should be healthy for the body you know like for the body or normal for the body like aging normal for the body <laughs> not constantly altering the body normal like um different skin types like i remember like in the old days right it was really um skin colors i mean like it was really like royal to have like white skin like or very fair skin and now like when i was like a teenager and teenage years are terrible for uh, dealing anything with body image as a girl i think it's just oh my god i think like my heart goes out to any parents on this podcast who have teenagers especially these days it's even much more crazy with the whole gender identity thing um but yeah it's like it's <laughs> it must be so hard. it must be so hard because um you're in such a vulnerable you are in such a vulnerable state as a teenager and there is no guidance we don't have any more ceremonies we don't have any more people who um like other women who take you in a circle like from already like early teenage years on and who guide you through this period and who would um give you tools and give you love that would um 
or confidence that you can call self-confidence into who into your body basically right into who you are and how you look and that it's okay to look um that all kind of shapes is okay you know all, all kind of things are okay so anyway what else i wanted to say like we don't have this guidance so you're kind of really lost as a teenager girl and then there's thank god when i was little there wasn't even social media there was just like these magazines useless girl magazines uh <laughs> don't know mind control brainwashing but uh you know then you look and like then it was very fashionable to be like tanned right and i was always i can't like my skin is so fair i don't tan much now i have a lot of freckles so it kind of sometimes looks as if i'm a bit tanned but you know that skin doesn't really tan all too much and I was always so jealous of my, like, after the summer break, of my all my girlfriends who came back from the summer holiday and was, like, all tanned. And, <laughs> and they were like, you know, you've been, like, two weeks in Italy. Like, I'm like, I, I was like, I know. <laughs> it doesn't show. But, yeah, it, it, it's so... But that's what I'm saying. It's like these ideas, what is beautiful, is changing all the time. And it has nothing, nothing, nada to do with what is healthy for our body. So when you, for instance, look at, when I look at models these days, and I'm talking about these really skin anorexic children, um, and when I look at them, they are A, their energetic body, plus their physical body looks so dysfunctional, so malnourished. Like, honestly, when I look at energetic bodies models are in the category of what i would consider the most malnourished on soul level on physical level um, and i'm just wondering if you deprive because your soul is so much connected to your energetic body and i know that if you for instance drink if you're an alcoholic or take a lot of trucks your soul really uh, starts to leave and it becomes very easy for things to possess you for other entities to possess you and I'm just wondering if you so much malnourish your physical body um, and treat it like uh, just you know if everything your whole concept is just about I have to be thin I have to look a certain way um, or all my identity is just about how I look that you really um male nourish your soul as well on a big big level and i'm i'm just wondering sometimes really these souls are not really definitely not fully incarnated at all into that physical body just these they look like zombies to me these um kids <clears throat> and then they're trying to sell me clothes i'm like you know is this a joke <laughs> This is a joke. You're trying a zombie. You're putting a zombie in front of me with some sort of very ugly, gender-neutral-looking clothes. <laughs> and you're trying to sell this to me. Uh, no thanks. You know, I'm a woman. I want to look like... I want to feel sensual. I want to feel sexy in my clothes. I don't need that. <laughs> and then on the other hand, for men, you have the six-pack. Um this like gym you know culture and i tell you from a chinese nothing against six pack but from a chinese medicine perspective this is very on this is not healthy to be all muscled really not because for your energy to flow properly in your meridians you need some fat you simply also to build new cells you need fat you're gonna be all muscled it makes everything too hard too constricted and you also if you're 
your body is a very expression also sometimes of your mind like if you're very stiff like if you don't exhale or do stretches or if you become all stiff because of all these muscles your mind also can become stiff it is really like you know they're together like it's all one thing so and especially around your waist there is this meridian it's called uh, the daimai it's an extraordinary meridian or it's called girdle vessel and that meridian stores traumatic experiences stores difficult emotions to be processed at a later stage and it stores it in fat so you need some fat in order to for it to be stored because very often when we go through these experiences especially as children and this isn't even like doesn't have to be big things but it can be things like your best friend moves away as a small child this is quite traumatic you know for most children or your teacher goes on sick leave and you're getting a new teacher who you just really don't gel with. So these things, and often then you are not ready to process these intense emotions and then they get stored and then later on, that's why your body also, also tells us a lot, right? So stiffness, so tightness, so pains. Later on in life, when you're ready for it, when your soul is ready, this can be processed in a more like um in a, a softer way so some belly fat is good really good <laughs> now but as i'm saying these are just trends you know this but this kind of external beauty image is trends and the question is how do you feel beautiful yourself you know like what like how do you want to trust to feel beautiful? Like, what does your body need to feel beautiful? Because we have a need to feel beauty. So the question is, like, what, what, what does your body need? What do you need to feel beautiful? And how can you detach yourself from the status quo? Because even when you look on Instagram and there's, in the spiritual world, there's all these goddesses, right? Trying to sell us goddess programs. And I'm looking at them, I'm like, they're all dressed the same and kind of in the same few uh, sexual or like, or, or express what is sexy in the same way. I'm like, um, <laughs> that is just so boring. That is just not individual at all. And, you know, that's not beauty. Beauty to me is sometimes I really also love elderly teachers. And I find them so beautiful because they carry, they carry their body with their gray hair, with um, their wrinkles, with um, scars, whatever, with like uh, the weight that they're having. They carry it, you know, and they carry these beautiful souls of beautiful eyes full of expression and, and they dress the way that they feel. You know, that this is an expression of themselves, not some sort of <laughs> Instagram trend or whatever. And they carry it. And I'm like, wow, I love that. You know, when I'm older, I want to be like that. <laughs> I want to feel like sexy in my 70s um, and carry it, you know, and be like, yes, you know, that's me. I have all this life experience. <laughs> like, oh, whoa. yeah. So that's too beauty. Now. Next thing I want to talk about is health, because that is another big part of the relationship to your body. And um, as I just said, 
the beauty ideas we have don't necessarily support a healthy body. <laughs> um, and sometimes we don't feel beautiful because we don't feel healthy. Or very often, I think, when we don't feel healthy, right? Or when we feel, um, I don't know, Maybe we don't necessarily have the right weight or whatever. We, we just don't know and feel beautiful. And the question is then, do you not feel beautiful because of the image of beauty that we hold in society, because of what society expects? Or do you not feel beautiful and good because your body doesn't feel good? And I think with the health expect, it's really important to develop that relationship where your body, where you... Um, trust your body to tell you I'm feeling good you know because even with weight levels like there might be a certain weight where you just feel good no matter if it expects society standards but this is how you feel good and this is really where we can engage so much deeper with the body and start to listen to like how health wise right how does it make me feel if I don't exercise or if I do exercise, how do I feel then? Somebody's like, for instance, like me, like I'm a manifesting generator. I need a lot of movement. I'm sometimes feeling like I'm a dog. <laughs> you know, maybe one day I'm going to get a dog. If I don't travel so much anymore, that's the only thing that's holding me back from having a dog. But <laughs> I'm like, you know, I need to get out. You know, I need to move. Like, otherwise my body does not feel good. I love to do a pilgrimage. I'm like, wow, walking every single day, day after day. This just sounds amazing and exciting to me. Other people don't have that need. Like my son, Projector, um, he needs to rest much more. He doesn't need all this, like, he's surrounded by all these manif um, generator or manifesting generators. And sometimes I think the energy drives him a bit crazy because of all the activities. And... Um, you know, but that is also your body, you know, like, how do you feel when you rest and also listen to, right, when we are tired, are you actually going to bed? You know, are you taking your body serious? It's telling you, I need something specific for my health, I'm feeling tired. Or are we just pushing? Are you just drinking one more coffee after the other? You know, are you just pushing yourself? Are you pushing that away, that feeling of I'm tired? Most people, especially when we're living in the States, um... People sleep very little in the United States. I was super surprised. And I know there's many listeners here from the States. And it's something to pay attention to how much you sleep. And how much your body actually needs to sleep. Like, how, how about what feels good for you, you know? Like, and then again, when you eat something, what, how do you feel after you're eating? How does this food make you feel good? And now started with a spring detox is also part of my course and just cutting out certain things because it's great to do in spring and didn't it's interesting to see how you feel when you cut out certain foods you know and when you bring them back in and just having that kind of relationship with your body and trusting your body really trusting it that it is telling you what it needs and is um and when you see your body, especially also coming back to the beauty image as when you regard that you selected this body, 
you selected this body that you're coming in for. <laughs> Just as you selected your parents, you might. And as I think a lot of our a lot of task in this life is to make peace, to try to have some level of peaceful relationships with parents, family, siblings, your own family, you know, as much as, of course, there's always arguments, right? There's always, like with the body, right? It's an up and down. It's a relationship. There's trauma. There's no trauma. But trying to cultivate, you know, that they're underlining, there is a level of love to all of these relationships. And also underlining, there can be ideally a level of love to your body. You selected this thing, this vessel, and it might not be look perfect in your eyes. And believe me, I have many things that I don't like to my body uh, about my body, and you know it's always for me a relationship to just be like, hmm, okay, is this something I want to change? Or is it just uh, because of outside society that I don't like this, or or am I just certain things you just have to accept? You know, like <laughs> they are just they are just that way. You know, like for instance, health wise, some people have a very fast digestion; they can eat as much as they want. And some people don't. They have a sluggish digestion. Did I say digestion? I mean digestion. <laughs> and so they have to watch out more. If they don't want to put on weight, they have to watch out more. That is just the thing, you know, how how big your breasts are as a woman. Well, you know, unless you want to go uh, and do an operation, there's nothing you can do about it. And then you might as well make peace of it. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. And people also like, that's the other thing we always forget. I think we have different tastes. You know, like this idea, like this six-pack man, not everybody likes it. Like, for instance, for me, that's not my, like, I find it so hard in a body. Like, when you, I had once a boyfriend who had all six packs and I was like, I don't know. I don't enjoy this, you know. It's so every, like, hug, like, sexual interaction is so hard. Like, no, give me some, give me some meat. Give me some fat or something. Uh, so, and so, it, like, th- th- that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, everybody has different tastes. And so there is, everything is allowed. You know, everything is okay to be there. It, yeah. It just is not one, one, cut, uh, um, one, one thing for one solution for everyone. So, but yeah, health-wise comes a lot back to understanding your body, how it works, what it needs, especially what it needs to feel healthy. And even when you're yeah, sick, sometimes you get so frustrated because we want to be healthy all the time, right? But sickness is kind of, in a way, part of life. You know, it comes for various different reasons. Sometimes we just need a break because we've been going too much. Sometimes we just... Um, you know, it's telling us something else. We need to change something. Maybe in our often mentally is often related to mental emotions. So it's like a message. You know, sickness is a message of the body. Like there's something here that isn't working for me and for you, because we are one. So um, with some change you have to make. And I found this so interesting yesterday. I was listening to this presentation from this shaman, and he said like being initiated as a shaman in the tradition that he was, um, you are called to it, right? It's not something you decide. And often the calling comes with sickness. Like you become really, really sick within your physical body until 
you take the calling to be trained as this shaman. And it was so interesting for me also like how, you know, because how the divine energy speaks through the physical expression of your body and tells you, you know, there's something so majorly hitting you, like really major sickness that um, you have to change something in your life, right? And it's, yeah, I think it's fascinating. Sickness is often seen as so negative, often so frustrated by it, but um, yeah, it is in some way is an expression of how the divine, uh, how yeah, how a soul speaks to us. So, how to cultivate this relation? How to cultivate this relationship with your body? I think it's important to firstly recognize a relationship, like anything, right, has ups and downs. I ask on my social media if um, how much people feel sexy in their body and I haven't seen the results yet but I I assume it's going to come out something like sometimes or often because yeah I mean you know okay if you feel sexy every single day congratulations <laughs> yeah but most of us we have ups and downs with our body we feel good one day we like things you know we feel oh today I'm getting up and like wow I'm I just feel good in my body today, you know, I feel I look good, I'm just like in my flow, you know, um, and some days we are not, <laughs> we are feeling like the ugly duckling, you know, and just, um, yes, it's an up and down as every relationship and it's maybe too much to expect that it's always in the up, you know, that it's always great because we always have these high expectations on everything, right, everything should be good. Like, uh, we are just living in love and light. Uh, no, <laughs> we are living in this uh, very messed up still <laughs> world. So, um, yeah, and I feel a lot what we can try to do is to bring some peace to this relationship and to feel home in our body, to feel just really home. And what, is it, what does it mean for you to feel home? in your own physical body and it comes back to right how we just how we designing our outside home how we are decorating it nicely or renovating it or you know it's the same with our physical body like how what does this physical body need from you it's telling you all the time when i'm tired i'm hungry i have these emotions that are stuck here and here i can feel them here and here and there i i just need to move around you know I need to drink a glass of water right now. It's telling you all the time what it needs. So how can we create some level of home in the body? And then also recognize that there is trauma locked in our body, in the pains we're having, in the stiffness. And the trauma is revealing itself when we are ready for it when we are ready to look at it. And in my spring course, I actually have the instructions for a self-healing ceremony that um, where you just basically, you sit with your body and you listen. You just ask, you know, why is this pain here? We often, we go very much into the masculine and be like, okay, I have pain here. You know, this is not perfect about me. I need to fix, 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 fix. I need to do something. 
instead of going back and being like, you know, going into the divine feminine. I mean, like, okay, I'm listening, buddy. You know, I'm sitting with you. I'm spending time with you. I'm cherishing you. I'm listening, you know. And then a big, big part. Oh, my God. How do you talk to yourself? How do you talk to this? How do you think? Not just talk. What do you think about this, buddy? How do you talk about it? Like, I invite you to... Just look in the mirror and then just go and really observe what you usually think, you know, when you see yourself in the mirror. And we're going to do a meditation very shortly where we maybe we reframe some of this. But, um, yeah, how, what is, what is all this small talk you have with your body, about your body, you know, things you don't like and what... If you were to just look at yourself and were to just look at yourself with loving eyes and see your body and just accept the first thing I think often when it comes to self-love is acceptance. Is simply acceptance that you feel a certain way today in your physical body. You maybe have pains. Um, you maybe just feel tired or, you know, it's not very energetic. You, um, yeah, you feel a certain way about how you look, how certain body parts of you look. And just to accept, accept whatever is happening, you know, and accept even those body parts, how they look. Um, and that's a process. <laughs> it's really a process. It's so much deconditioning also um, especially if you want to accept when you look different than the status quo when it comes again to the beauty issue um, to just go again and again and be like okay you know I don't know how do I really feel about this in my heart you know I'm just okay about this and then to spend some time with your body so looking at how you listening, listening, first thing to your body. Secondly, observing how you talk to it and reframing how you talk to your body in a more loving, you know, this is the way like where we're moving into, we are moving into times where we love ourselves. Imagine that <laughs> you start to love yourself. Wow. Quite some work. <laughs> quite some work but this is how we're going to go into a different consciousness level you know how can you start loving everyone around you if you reject so much of yourself if you reject so much of your physical body and yes sometimes there's things we want to change and that is okay right sometimes we are not happy with the weight because we have we don't feel good we just don't feel good and then there's something you can change you know that is again a part of you looking out for yourself you getting healthy food into your body you're seeing how you feel okay and sometimes it's a part of acceptance um, of things we can't change or we don't want to change you know we're just like mm, you know i'm actually pretty okay with this <laughs> i still feel i still feel good about this i still feel good about how i look even though this is different than what the current society image is or whatever you know 
it's gonna be different in 10 years anyway I'm oh my god I'm so curious about sorry going off the tongue of you but when it's gonna be okay for women again to have body hair I find it so interesting because when I was growing up in East Germany of course everybody still had body hair um, but then of course the welfare and then this whole trend came like to um, yeah, yeah to shave and whatever you know to not have body hair in certain parts as a woman and now it's like I mean in the it starts to be maybe a, a little bit more but you're considered super alternative but it's I mean it's sometimes it's scandalous right but I'm just I'm just waiting <laughs> I'm just hmm let's see 10 years at least in 20 years you know because all these trends like I mean, they're getting changed all the time. And if you consider that it was totally normal for women to have body hair, just, um, I mean, for like 40, 50 years ago, you know, it was totally normal for centuries, <laughs> for thousands of years. Like, it, it is very interesting. So, and just some of these health, uh, some of these beauty ideas, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Like, let's see what's gonna happen. Yeah. Or, for instance, tattoos now become very popular again, right? In the my God, when I was little, like it was a total scandal if you had a tattoo. Like Jesus, <laughs> it's really interesting how this stuff is changing. But now, going back, listening to your body, taking it seriously. Secondly, observing how you talk to your body, and lastly. Spending time with your body, nourishing it, nourishing it, going to bed when you feel tired, um, putting food into your body that just makes you feel good, like enjoying exercising your body, having sex, yes, <laughs> great thing to do with your body. Um, now, self-massage, and now actually, this is something I'm going to link um podcast I did with my friend about Ayurveda where we're talking about uh, Ayurvedic self-massage ritual touching your own body we are so touch deprived and I'm talking about non-sexual because that is really really important everything has been so sexualized in our society every touch er just everything even like what is considered to look sexy has been sexualized like what's considered to look sexy is like what you need to show your boobs you need to show some other parts of yourself you know sometimes i really think when i see women who show everything i'm like i don't know what is sexy about that you know i mean maybe in their eyes but not to me you know i mean like but everything has been so sexualized you know and then we are we have through media, through um, pop culture, Hollywood, through um, porn movies, a very, very distorted view on, um, well, sex itself. You know, I'm talking about um, sex and divine union in one of my podcasts and, oh, it is going to be a second one coming out very excited about this in summer i'm gonna give you yes, homework to listen to the first one if you haven't yet but um like you know it's um like even what what is sexual like what creates sexual arousal there's such a distortion such a distortion where violence was mixed into this like where elements of sexual abuse and 
sex with children was mixed into this to make us believe this is sexually arousing you know like oh my god there's so much conditioning here that I want you to start to create a relationship with your body where you really touch it in a non-sexual way because you know in the past touch simply touch people hugging each other is normal was normal like and we are so touch deprived especially touch you know where there is no agenda behind because very often even the sexual agenda can lead to tense and tightness in us because you know we might not feel like that engagement in that moment um, there's things that traumas uh, around sexuality in our physical body and etc etc so massaging yourself in a non-sexual way just touching yourself and start with body parts that are non-sexual start with massaging your feet you know feet foot massage is actually quite thing or, or your arms or your hands or it's it is so vital it is so vital for this physical body to receive touch and you can really learn how to work with your physical body how you can build this relationship by massaging yourself and just being gentle being loving you know going with a loving attitude and massaging your tight shoulders without judgment you know um, massaging other parts of yourself it's really i find this really really healing and really just bringing yourself back to to the physical and often because we can become very ungrounded it is actually very important to physically engage with your body to walk barefoot to just touch yourself for a moment you know to just really bring that energy down like down 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 <laughs> um and bring you back into the physical body out of that crazy constant mind back into the physical and now just as we reach our hour <laughs> this is long i want to just guide you through a quick meditation so make yourself really comfortable listen to your body what does it need right now you know you just want to be sitting standing does your body want to lie down you know what you need there to be really just comfortable in yourself and then check in with your breath life force connecting you to the here and now flowing through your amazing physical body and then just without any judgment just check in check in with your head what do you feel there heaviness lightness check in with your shoulders feel tense anywhere do you feel space chicken with your arms and your hands do they feel heavy 
check in with your chest. Do you feel here any heaviness? Tightness? Excitement? Space? How does your upper back feel? Spine, your lower back, your belly, guiding your breath here. How do your hips feel? Sit bones, your legs, and your feet. They connected to the ground. Do they feel heavy? Do they feel light? And then imagine you are standing in front of a mirror. It's a full body mirror, just like the size of yourself. We are inviting today the energy of Mother Mary to be with us. So imagine pink light flows all around you, through you. surrounding you with a loving presence see your divine light shining from within connecting you to earth and the universe And now you are standing naked in front of this mirror and you start to look at yourself and you start with your hair and you look at yourself with the eyes of a loving mother a mother who only sees beauty in that that is in front of her who only sees the divine expression, the experience, the signs of human life in divine form expressed through your body, through your hair. And then you look at your forehead. Your third eye, you see how this is connecting you, taking an inspiration, showing it in the skin. You're looking down into your beautiful eyes. 
And you're really noticing your eye color and the depth and the beauty of the shape and the form in your eyelashes. And you're seeing, when you look into your eyes, a reflection of your divine light shining through your eyes. And now you look further down your nose, looking with loving eyes as this is what connects you to the breath of life. Your cheeks. Your lips, the expression of your words, your teeth, the ones that give you so much service. And you're looking further down on your chin with loving eyes and you see your whole face now like an angelic face this is the face you selected to express yourself it is perfect and you feel how mother Mary looks at your face and how she looks at it in delight, in love, in appreciation, how she sees you as a beautiful physical expression of the divine. And you're looking further down at your neck, coming to your shoulders. And you're looking down at your arms and your beautiful hands, those hands that express your creativity, those hands that work, that create beautiful meals, that hold the hands of your lover or of the children, that work in the garden, that write whatever comes and flows creatively through your mind. Those hands to touch. Those hands that bring to form what divinity wants to express through you. And you look at them with love. You see all the aspects of them all your fingers you see how your hands were just created as intended and then you come back to your shoulders you look at your shoulders and you give them a lot of love as they carry so much in this lifetime And you see, you feel the weight they carry and you just let 
pink light through them, uh, flows through them and then you're looking further down to your breasts maybe they have nourished a child you're just looking at them for the first time with acceptance with love seeing that they're perfect as they are and as I'm speaking these words also feel do you feel resistance to my words that I am saying and if you feel resistance regard yourself with extra love every emotion may be every emotion is allowed to be here and then you look further down to your belly with love for Mother Mary this belly might have carried a child this belly is housing your digestive organs your reproductive organs it is giving space and home to source energy itself in the Lord and Yin. This belly just has the shape and the form that is perfectly intended for it. And then you look further down. Your private areas. sexual creative energy flows and you look at it with loving presence loving eyes and acceptance and then further down your legs over your knees that are also carrying so much giving you so much service down to your feet your connection to mother earth and here feel how you're standing strong how they hold you up how they allow you to walk they give in many ways the service of life to you and then look at you once again as a total your whole body your whole beautiful divine self expressed in physical form 
showing all signs of your incarnation. Reflecting your journey, your experience in this life. Reflecting your growth. Reflecting your pains and your traumas where you've been hurt. Reflecting all that belongs to life. And now surround yourself again with loving pink light. And say a prayer of gratitude to this body that is your own. That was made for you. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Now, if you're still with me, <laughs> thanks so much to listening to this very long episode. Wish you a lot of fun self-discovering your body maybe you take up some self-massage or some other thing that nourishes your body and I <laughs> see you back in two weeks time Bye. if you want to know more about soul growth healing or East Asian medicine check out my social media channels and my services on taowisdom.net